Alright, so now we are going to listen to Act 3, Scene 1. Things are starting to heat up, as they usually do in Act 3 of Shakespeare's plays. Benvolio and Mercutio are hanging out as usual, trading insults and mocking the Capulets. Trouble materializes in the form of Tybalt, who is trying to find Romeo so he can get back at him for crashing the Capulet party. Tybalt provokes Mercutio by saying, Mercutio, thou consortest with Romeo, which means you're a known associate slash friend of Romeo. It also kind of implies that Romeo and Mercutio are sleeping together. Mercutio responds that he's going to make Tybalt dance with his fiddlestick, his sword, and yes, there, there's a sexual innuendo at work here, swords being phallic symbols and all. Benvolio, who wants everyone to be friends, warns the guys not to fight in public. And then, in stroll, the just-married Romeo. Insults are exchanged, but Romeo remembers that Tybalt is his new wife's cousin, so he turns the other cheek. Mercutio finds this totally shocking, actually dishonorable, so he offers to fight Tybalt instead. So they fight. Romeo tries to intervene, but Tybalt stabs Mercutio. Romeo and Benvolio assume that Mercutio hasn't been badly hurt because he starts joking about his wound. But it's no joke. He's dying. And then gives us a famous line, a plague on both your houses, and then turns to BFF Romeo and says, Why the devil came you between us? I was hurt under your arm, he says. A minute later, he is dead. Romeo blames himself for Mercutio's death and laments that he that his love for sweet Juliet hath made him effeminate, a girly whip. So he decides to man up by cha challenging Tybalt to a duel and killing him. Oops. Benvolio tells him to run away before the prince captures him, and Romeo gets away just before all the citizens of Verona miraculously show up at the scene of the duel. The prince arrives and is uh, a little angry. Remember how he said that anyone caught fighting would die? After Benvolio explains what happens, Lady Capulet demands to Romeo be killed. But Lord Montague argues that Tybalt got what was coming to him for ki killing Mercutio. The prince comes up with a solution. Because Tybalt started the fight, he'll spare Romeo's life. But he rules that Romeo must be banished from Verona. Man, and he was just getting ready for his honeymoon. And that concludes Act Act 3, Scene 1. Alright, so now we have moved on to Act 3, Scene 2. Juliet, who hasn't heard about the whole murder-revenge-killing thing, is watching the clock for nightfall, when Romeo is supposed to sneak into her room. When the nurse enters... Juliet realizes right away that something has gone wrong. First, Juliet thinks Romeo has been killed. Nope, her husband has just murdered her cousin. Juliet's first reaction is to curse Romeo, and the nurse joins in. But you know that isn't going to go over well, and it doesn't. Juliet turns to the nurse and tells her she can't criticize her husband. If he hadn't killed, killed Tybalt, then Tybalt would have killed Romeo. Forced to choose between the cousin she has loved all her life and her new husband, she chooses Romeo. Teenagers, right? Just as she's decided to forgive Romeo, she remembers that he is banished and starts flipping out. 
Juliet is wailing about the fact that she will die a virgin when the nurse tells her Romeo isn't gone yet. He's hiding out at Friar Lawrence's. The nurse promises to find him so he and Juliet can have their night of passion before he has to hit the road. And that concludes the second scene of Act 3. Alright, Act 3, Scene 3. Romeo is hiding out at Friar Lawrence's, and Friar updates him on the Tybalt situation. The Friar wants him to see the banishment as good news. Yay for no executions, but Romeo is too focused on the never-seen-Juliet-again part. There's a knock on the door. It may be the prince's man, men, eek. The friar tells Romeo to hide, but Romeo refuses. Luckily for everyone, it's only the nurse at the door. She and the friar try to deal with Romeo, who keeps threatening really mature things like stabbing himself out of the guilt for hurting Juliet. The friar comes up with a slight, with a slightly plan that's better because it doesn't involve suicide. Romeo and Juliet can have one night together before Romeo leaves Verona. Later, he promises they'll be able to figure out a way to get Romeo pardoned from the prince so that he can come back to Verona and make his marriage to Juliet public knowledge. Hearing this plan, Romeo recovers and runs off to see Juliet. A quick brain snack. Marriages in the Catholic Church and lots of other churches weren't considered valid unless they had been consummated, which means the two people had to have sex. If Juliet and Romeo don't sleep together, Juliet's dad will be able to get the marriage declared invalid and marry her off to Paris. And that is Act 3, Scene 3. Act 3, Scene 4. Paris is still hanging around, hoping he can marry Juliet. Unfortunately, Juliet's still way depressed about Tybalt and Romeo. Of course, her parents don't know that know about the Romeo. And now for the final scene of Act Three. Romeo and Juliet wake after the first and spoiler alert, only night together. They don't want to say goodbye, but they know Romeo will be killed if he gets caught in Verona, especially if he also happens to be in Juliet's bed. Before Juliet has time to fix her hair or anything, her mother comes in. They manage to have a conversation about that villain Romeo, in which Lady Capulet misinterprets 99.9% .9 of everything that Juliet says. Lady Capulet announces her big, exciting news. In two days, Juliet will be marrying Paris. No way, says Juliet, being a typical 13-year-old. Lady Capulet throws up her hands and basically says, wait till your father gets home. When he does get home, he's all pleased with himself for arranging such a great marriage for her, so he's surprised when Juliet reigns on the parental control parade. Lord Capulet blows up. When verbi verbally abusing Juliet doesn't work, he tries a different tactic. If she doesn't marry Paris, he says, he'll throw her out in the street. She can beg for food or starve. After Lord Capulet storms out, Juliet turns to her mother for help. How could a mother turn her own daughter out of the house? Juliet begs her mother to find a way even to delay the marriage with Paris. But Lady Capulet just storms out too. How about the nurse? 
Juliet makes a case for not abandoning her, the hubby. She's already married, so marrying Paris would be a sin against God, as well as an unthinkable betrayal of Romeo. Maybe, but marrying Paris would be a step up on the social ladder. He's better looking and a much better catch. Also, he's not a hated enemy, and um, there's no other option. Unless you count starving on the street, which clearly the nurse does not. Juliet cannot believe this is happening. Even the nurse isn't on her side anymore. Juliet has only one ally left. Friar Lawrence. If he can't help her, suicide might be her only option. And that is the end of Act 3.